Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Everything we've done since training camp is we want to earn the right to be a playoff team. Richard loves save! Mike Smith, a game saver! And he got run over by Zach Cassian. He like one of those top teams, and we're working our way to that level. Connor McDavid danced around Morgan Riley. Denied by Smith, who saves the game again. Josh Archibald wins the game! My message today is we're trying to win. One-timer score! This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Leon Dreisaitl. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Shed. Jansen on Oilers now for Digitex. Opening up with a little bit of U2. 20 years ago today in the UK, this song went number one. Always thought it'd be an awesome song to play after a team won a championship. Who knows? Maybe one day we'll get that opportunity to see that. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Uh, jam-packed edition. Cody Jansen pinch hitting today for Brendan Escott. Brendan will rejoin us tomorrow. We had lots of guests. Yesterday, throughout the course of the show, we talked about the possibility that uh, Brendan Gallagher of the Montreal Canadiens after reports surfaced from Pierre Lebrun that uh, contract negotiations had broken down, that Brendan Gallagher might become a free agent. And lo and behold, yesterday afternoon, the Montreal Canadiens signed Brendan Gallagher to a six-year extension at $6.5 million. Brendan Gallagher, who was born in Edmonton, is represented uh, by Edmontonian Jerry Johansson from the Sports Corporation. He will join us at 12.20 today to discuss what transpired regarding uh, Gallagher and maybe some other situations. I know he picked up uh, Dominic Cahoon recently, and uh, it's it's a very interesting time, to say the least. Um, 
in the free agency front around the national hey it's a it's an interesting and challenging time to say the least period doesn't matter what business or what industry you're in. I, mean, I just heard Eileen Bell talk about the fact that uh, some of the political types and support staff are taking, what, what do they say, 5 to 10% pay cuts. I know a lot of people out there, and I talked to a lot of Alberta-based uh, business people and people in the service sector. And there's a lot of people out there that are hurting. And we're, we're all supporting each other out there. And uh, there's industries like the one that I work in where it was just automatically understood. You're taking X percent of a pay cut, and trust me, it was more than 5 to 10%. Comes with the territory, and uh, hopefully we get to a better place. And people that come up with uh, original concepts and ideas and battle, those are the ones I thoroughly admire. And I say this on a day in which stories have now leaked out at the uh, youth sports level that they are canceling already all of their winter sport championships. So the Golden Bears hockey program, as an example, was told that they were not going to be playing in the uh, 2020-21 season. At that point, it looked like there still would be national championships. Uh, their alumni forced the issue a bit, got them back in the game, and now it appears as though we're waiting some official proclamation from Canada West as a conference, but looks like uh, they're not going to be able to come up with a solution for a return to play. On a time in which yesterday the WHL announced a return to play for January the 8th for the Western Hockey League and the Edmonton Oil Kings, who will be a powerhouse this year. NHL, we don't know. Uh, there's a lot of politics in a lot of things right now. That just comes with it. I'm just being realistic, and I think most of you get that. A distinct possibility that the U.S. federal election will play a factor on the potential startup and return of the National Hockey League. It, 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 it trust me, it's, it is a factor. And whereas in Canada, because of how allocations of seats go, as an example, Alberta has 34 federal seats. Um, they basically have one seat for every 129,000 citizens. Quebec has 78 seats. Uh, they have one seat for every 108,000 citizens. So basically, your vote in Quebec counts more than your vote in Alberta. And most of us know that. We fundamentally understand that. Conversely, in the states, the way their structure works, and there's a brilliant series currently on uh, Netflix on this, um, to a certain extent, the way their voting system works, it favors the Republicans. And I say that as a guy who would be considered centrist or even center-right by some people on the left. So it's going to be very intriguing to see what happens down in the United States. Very intriguing to see what happens here in Canada. Obviously, we're going through a, a crazy, challenging time with COVID. And I, I think the biggest thing that has to happen is people have to have empathy for each other, regardless of political affiliation. And we'll see what happens in hockey. And maybe we'll get back to talking hockey, hockey, hockey nonstop. Jerry Johansson, Sports Corporation, 1220. Louis DeBrusque is Trekula Thursdays gets dropped in the puck, 1235. Sportsnet's Brian Burke at 105 today for Canadian Power Pack. Great guests that we love having on the show. Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction service, electrical prefabrication and solar, and Edmonton sporting icon. And like Louis DeBrusque, great heavyweight for both the, the Edmonton Oilers and uh, later for the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Montreal Canadiens, George Larock will join us at 135. So lots of gets uh, to get to on today's edition of Oilers Now. Here we go.
You can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. All slot machines, table games, and the poker room now open at the River Cree. You'll notice the slot machines have been separated by plexiglass, one of the many steps that the River Cree has taken to follow all AHS guidelines. Be sure to try one of their nine dining options, including the brand-new Italia as well, where you can enjoy two-for-one entrees at Italia on Wednesdays and Thursdays. The River Cree Resort Casino, Alberta's premier resort destination. You can text us at 780-496-0063. On our Ashley Fine Floors text line, Ashley Fine Floors, ready for your kids' pregame warm-up. We get into uh, today's top story for Legacy Heating and Cooling, home of the $99 pre-scheduled furnace maintenance, the fourth contract north of $3 million with term awarded today around the National Hockey League. And that contract goes to Evgeny uh, Dodonov, uh, who is now with the Ottawa Senators. Three-year deal, $5 million AAV. Interesting contract from an organization who hasn't tended to spend a lot of money over the years. Eugene Melnick, and he's never been a guy that shied away from a quote, saying that he has a plan that could have 6,000 seats 6,000 fans in the seats at uh, Ottawa's Arena. What is it? The Canadian Tire Centre for a potential return to play. That would be interesting. Bill Foley, also the owner of the Vegas Golden Knights, was doing an interview, and somebody asked him about having to face Nate Schmidt. He said that won't because Schmidt's been traded to the Vancouver Canucks. He says, while Schmidt will be in the Canadian division next year. And I know we mentioned probably about two weeks ago on the show the possibility that we could see Edmonton and Calgary and Vancouver move their farm teams potentially to Ontario for the American Hockey League season. That report has uh, uh, been picked up by Elliot Friedman, uh, who, of course, joins us every Friday in Oilers Now for our friends at the River Creek Resort and Casino. 12.15 in Edmonton. Let's go to our Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings. In Edmonton, Fort McMurray Online at directworkwear.com. Brian Lawton was on yesterday's edition of Oilers Now. We're going to play two clips for you. The first was Brian's overall assessment of Ken Holland's free agent work. I like some of the specific moves. I thought the Tyson Berry move was exceptional. Uh, a one-year deal at that rate is clearly Tyson Berry just saying, look, I want to play on your team for my skill set. I think I can help you win, and I think I can look really good doing it. So I like that move. Uh, I like Jesse Pugliarvi, quite frankly, returning to the club. Uh, That never happens if you don't make some changes, certainly in the locker room with the coach and also uh, in the boardroom with the general manager. So I think that's really fortuitous for Edmonton. Kyle Turris at that pay rate is a good bet. I think it's either going to be really good or not so good. I don't think there'll be any in between. I think there's a higher percentage chance that it ends up really good than not so good. And then bringing Mike Smith back, I I don't think that was probably optimal when you looked at the goalie market. And yet, when you looked at the assets available to the club, I think it was the right decision for them. So, you know, all in all, it uh, they didn't have the best free agency so far but I thought they were pretty productive for the environment that they're working out of. 
That was uh, Brian Lawton yesterday. Now, we've had a lot of discussions on Taylor Hall. It's always been my belief, and some of it has been uh, spread by an ink-stained uh, wretch over the years or two, but there's been criticism of Taylor Hall. Uh, you know, Andrew Ference went on Elliot Friedman's uh, podcast a couple of years ago and sort of talked to... Not necessarily specifically about Taylor, but about some of the Oilers' younger players at that time. And I'm sure Andrew would be the first to look in the mirror and say that he didn't fulfill, in terms of his playing ability, uh, the four years on his contract as well, given the fact that he only played six games in the final two years and struggled to be a consistent top-four defenseman at that stage. And maybe it was too much to ask, given that he was really a 4-5 defenseman in Boston. But I digress. There's been a lot of comments about Taylor Hall. I've always been a believer that he's a pretty good player, that he drives play five on five. And frankly, I think that smart organizations are open to different personalities. Um, I thought the Taylor Hall contract with the Buffalo Sabres made sense for Hall's camp and made sense for uh, the Buffalo Sabres. Brian Lawton, former NHL GM of the Tampa Bay Lightning, does not carry that same opinion. Back into our Oilers Now audio vault. Makes absolutely no sense to me. Zero. Uh, Taylor, you know, is fighting a constant battle in terms of wanting to prove that the one year as MVP isn't an anomaly with the rest of the years in his contract. In order for him in his career, in order for him to do that, he needs to win in the playoffs. Coming into this year, he had won the grand sum total of one playoff game. So I thought that the mandate was going to be don't worry about maybe the top-line number this year. Put yourself in a position the way Tyson Berry or Kevin Shattenkirk did last year and and then come back and get paid for it and do a long-term deal. I can't understand why he wouldn't sign with a team like Colorado or Edmonton, somebody of that ilk that has a chance to do well in the playoffs but also has real key players that he would play with. To go to Buffalo at a big number makes absolutely zero sense for me. I was kind of, uh, I don't want to say uh, disappointed. It's not my career, it's his. But I thought he might approach this differently. The money is so mitigated this year because we don't even know how long a season we're going to have. Right. In theory, In theory, you and I could have a long argument about it definitely won't be an 82-game season. Well, we know that. So we already, like that, yeah, right. we already know you're deferring 10%. Okay, that is what it is. You're going to lose 20% of the 90%, so another 18% to escrow. And then we don't know that we're going to have a full 82-game season. So when I add it all up, the money seems stupid. This is the one time where I so, would say it seems foolish to consider that as a headline driver. All right, that is Brian Lawton's comments on Taylor Hall. And, uh, well, frankly, I have a difference of opinion, but that's the beauty. You don't always have to agree. Uh, makes for interesting topics and conversations. In 30 seconds' time, from the Sports Corporation, he's got one of the largest books out there of clients in the league, and he just did a huge deal with Brendan Gallagher. We'll hear from Jerry Johansson. This is Oilers Now. Thanks, Darnell. It's 1220 in Edmonton, as promised, from the Sports Corporation, Jerry Johansson. Jerry is our Oilers now headliner for touchback safety. Touchback remains open for training and taking all necessary precautions to ensure the safety of their staff and clients. Jerry, it's Bob. How you doing? 
I am good, Bob. How are you? Good. I, I guess I'd be good, too. Uh, it's been an interesting whirlwind last 48 hours. Jerry, yesterday on the show, I was talking, well, I wonder if Brendan Gallagher becomes a UFA, or I think Brendan Gallagher is going to become a UFA after Montreal's moves. Uh, I wonder if Taylor Hall, you know, is it longer than a one-year deal in Buffalo? He's in there for a year. So tell, maybe help educate our listeners. Is this, like... It sounded like there was a breakdown in the contract negotiations a couple days ago based on a tweet that Pierre Lebrun put out. Is this just an illustration of how quickly things can turn around and how fluid these situations are? Yeah, I would say that's that's very accurate. Um, and I think the other thing that's interesting this year is how much uh, happens in such a short period of time. Like, basically, we are probably doing, you know, six weeks of work in seven days. So, you know, you add that to what Mark has been doing in, in uh, Montreal, which I actually, I like what he's doing. He's made a lot of changes. You yeah. Know, and there's just a lot going on. And I and normally we have time to, you know, a little more time to sort of pace it out a bit. And I think just everything has been crunched into a short period. So I think that was a, another factor that's sort of unusual, caught us all a little bit off guard. If I told you two days ago that you'd have a six-year deal at six and a half million per, would you said that? Would you said that would have been feasible, or do you think that the ship had sailed after the Canadians traded for Josh Anderson, gave him a seven-year deal, and did the four-year deal on Foley? Well, yeah, I, I'm a pretty optimistic guy. I, like I guess I think I'm the most optimistic person I know. So even I was doubting it. I was wondering for sure, you know, and uh, you know, because literally we in, in during our negotiation they dropped like $10 million on right-wingers. So, you know, you do wonder a bit. Um, but uh, once Mark and I got talking, um, you know, everything kind of came together quickly. So, but yeah, they made some aggressive moves. And uh, yeah, you don't, uh, good for them. I think it's, uh, I'm, you know, Brennan's I'm excited to be in Montreal. And, and I, you know, I think they've improved their team. So uh, at the end of the day, it all worked out. Um, it got out there that negotiations had broken down. Brennan's the only Canadian player in the last three years to score 30 goals. He's done it twice. Uh, he's kind of a life... I, I did not real. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look, and you know I know analytics a little bit. I didn't realize how overwhelmingly good Brendan Gallagher's five-on-five numbers were. I had no idea that he was that much of a driver. Uh, I don't even know if you guys have a full-time analytics guy that helps you uh, support and put uh, contracts uh, together. If you don't, you should be looking at a guy like Michael Parcati out of Edmonton. But, uh, you know, just just in terms of uh, just, just, you mentioned the importance of him to the team, and obviously that's that's part of the thing in the fit. But do you think once it got out, did that put more pressure on Mark? When the contracts are, or was it more just a byproduct of the confluence of the shortened negotiation window and the fact that everything is sort of moving together quickly? Well, I think I think it put more pressure on both of us, to be fair. And uh, but I really do think it's a it's it's what you said that it's just the the tight schedule and you know even the draft is is you know bookended the free agency so it's been a crazy week you know and uh and you're right about brendan his numbers are off the charts 
Like it's it's really, and we all know he's a good player. But yep. if you look at his uh, goals per sixty minutes and, and some of his other analy- and some of the analytical stuff, his it's 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 weird how good he is. And uh, you know, so we knew that, and you know, um, but at the same time, you're you know you're trying to do a deal with a team that has other things going on. So those everything's important, but nothing, it seems, is, you know, sort of the trump card. It's all part of it. So, but yeah, his numbers are crazy. You know you would have had lots of interest in him in the marketplace next summer, even though we're not sure what that marketplace is going to look at uh, like. That said, is there something to be said to getting the guaranteed term? Like a term of that length, you know, a six- or seven-year term on a deal? Yeah, I think so. I think in a in a normal world with oh, what we are, we're all dealing with, I think we would have, you know, we we could have probably taken a little bit of a different approach, but but yeah, I mean, it's a it's it's a it's a really good contract, especially given where we're at right now with uh, the uncertainty and 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 sort of how the market's been, you know, sort of going downward pressure over the last, you know, few days here. I think we all knew it was coming. But like it's like the stock market until the opening bell goes off, you don't really know, and uh, you know you're seeing it all over. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of different deals that you wouldn't have necessarily expected. Certainly in November, you wouldn't have expected these things to happen. So there's a a lot of good deals out there for for teams, and I think they're taking advantage of it, which they should. Jerry Johansson joining us from an agent with the Sports Corporation. He heads up that uh, very popular agency in these parts as well. How many current UFAs do you have right now, Jerry? Uh, we're down to a couple, so we got uh, we got you know we got a, some depth guys that are are available, but really uh, we have Dominic Cahoon and uh, Sammy Vatnin, so uh, we're down to to two guys. So, it's, so uh, you just you just got Va- or uh, Cahoon here in the last couple of weeks, is that right? Yeah, just recently. I've known Dominic a long time, but we just sort of started helping him within the last week, actually. So, you know, but like I said, you know, the the other thing about the market is there's a lot of there's been a lot happening in the last few days. And, you know, I think what you're going to see is it's slow down, but there's going to be continue to be deals being made. Like teams are now taking a bit of a breath and and, and there's, you know, still trying to fill in holes and things like that. So I think we'll see, you know, still deals kind of coming down. And like Dandanov, I saw just signed in Ottawa. So that changes it a little bit. Every player that signs kind of moves the moves it a bit either against you or in your favor, just depending on the situation with your player. Uh, the Oilers didn't have a lot of money. Leon Dreisaitl had a lot of time for Dominic Cahoon. Uh, I, I'm sure Dominic probably thought he was going to be in the two and a half to three million dollar range. I'm not 100 percent sure if the Oilers made an offer or not. It might have made sense. Um, but is Dominic a guy who might see the number being lower than he expected? Yeah, I think so. I mean, for sure. You know, I think the biggest uh, you know factor in 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 these markets. I, Frankly, in any any time you're dealing with a player, is uh, expectations, and that's expectations from the club and expectations from the player. And when you add in uh, this particular moment in time, that is uh, multiplied by ten. So you know, um, again, you know, Dom Dom was uh, you know wasn't crazy what he was thinking, but it takes time to adjust those expectations. And and when the market moves fast, sometimes you don't have time to do that. So it's. Uh, it's kind of weird how fast everything is going, um, and it is tricky for players to keep up to that. 
Jerry, look, we know you're busy. You've taken a lot of calls here from media guys and everything over the last three or four days. Congratulations on getting Gallagher uh, done. Uh, you know I would have loved to have seen him here one day. So, uh, But uh, th- he is the lifeblood of the Canadians up front. All you need to know about Brendan Gallagher, uh, Jerry, is that in Boston, he's the one guy that the Can- or that the Bruins fans like in Boston, too. That's on Montreal's lineup. <laughs> so that kind of says, says a lot. Yeah, that, it says a lot. That says a lot. Hey, we appreciate your time, Jerry. We'll let you get back to business. You bet. That's Jerry Johansson from the Sports Corporation. Yeah, interesting one with Cahoon. Uh, he needed to be qualified for Buffalo. Didn't get qualified. Probably had a compelling arbitration case based on his season in Chicago the year before. Leon Dreisaitl, uh, certainly, I, I know this for a fact, uh, brought up Dominic Cahoon's name as a potential UFA. Chicago signed him. They flipped him from Mata to Pittsburgh, who subsequently traded him to Buffalo. He might only get like one and a half million or one million on a one-year deal. And I'm sure he was thinking he was going to be in the two and a half to three range. Louis DeBrus from NHL Hockey and Rogers coming up at 1235 today. Jerry Johansson was a Reuters Now headliner for touchback safety. Touchback remains open for training and is taking all necessary precautions to ensure the safety of their staff and clients. Off to a global news weather traffic update. Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.